Got all systems go today. Look at this. We're getting faster. Uh, we are. Please be happy. <laughs> you see, you, uh, you notice my tins, but did you notice I'm also wearing my essentials? I chose not to <laughs> comment on it. <laughs> well, I wore it. I put it on this morning. I was like, well, I figured you might you might have a comment or two since you don't. You feel how you feel. I got over it. Oh, good. I, I mean, I love Fear of God. Mm -hmm. I love Jerry Lorenzo. I think uh -huh. he's a genius. But... I think the overkill of the essentials um, is this is one of those little... where it's kind of like supreme, where you feel like everyone's got it now. So it's like, yeah, and it doesn't have the reputation supreme has. So it's just. <laughs> <laughs> but they're essentials; they go with everything. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they literally go with everything. Sure. Um, oh, I'm excited about this live on YouTube. I'm like, I can't. I. I feel like your Surface camera is actually a good camera. It is. I, I told you. I know. I didn't believe you. Um, <laughs> so welcome back to La Flame. On that note, um, do you want to tell us what shoes you're wearing? <sighs> I'm not going to show it because I feel like that's a little too much. Oh. All right. Fine. <laughs> I got a dogged pair of off-white fives. Mm -hmm. Sale, mm -hmm. I think is the color. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I had a few nights in these, and they look a little worn. They do look worn, but yeah, I mean, I feel like that's supposed to be the thing now, right? It's like, wear your sneakers. Yeah, for sure. I've always been that advocate. Like, shoes are to be worn. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so um, I'm in Tim's today. It's a Tim's kind of day. Yeah. <laughs> we woke up, it was like snowing outside, and then it turned into rain, and now it's doing... I don't know what it's doing. I don't know what it's supposed to do, but we're here, um, and it's happy Oscars weekend. You forgot that it was the Oscars this weekend, I don't but pay you timed to your conversation pieces so well. I, don't, I know. I don't I picked feel the conversations like for the first time. You did. <laughs> you did, but you didn't do a bad job. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, so with that, let's get into it, because I've been waiting to talk to you about this since I saw your list, and then I had... A different conversation with my mom yesterday because me and her were on the same page and then she saw two comedians talking about it and then she was like and then we both ended up coming to the same conclusion anyways so I have a I have a, a winding road of emotional comments on this but let's hear yours first so so we're yeah so, so we're Chris Rock <laughs> that's what we're talking about Chris Rock uh, we definitely avoided talking about this for sure <laughs> Chris Rock had a Netflix special for anyone that lives under a rock um, that it was very anticipated I feel because of what happened to him at the Oscars last year which was legendary <laughs> to say legendary the least legendary is the best word for that it's the most interesting Oscars I think in the history of the Oscars I remember, did you watch it live? I didn't, I saw it on Twitter and I told Matt, I was like Will Smith slapped Chris Rock, and he was like, no, he didn't. And he was like, yes, he did. And he was like, it was probably staged. I was like, I don't know, but I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, I was so confused. Did you watch it live? I feel like I saw that moment live, yeah. Cause just because I remember feeling a lot of things at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> like... I was just like, wow, like the Oscars really took it there. Like, <laughs> so you thought it was staged too, right? 100% thought it was staged. I was like, there is no way classy Will Smith is getting up slapping somebody. 
But then <laughs> I heard, I started hearing all the Will Smith Jada drama and oh were you new to the Will Smith Jada yeah, drama? I don't, you missed I, the entire. I have you missed no all idea. Of it? I just know August Alcina's involved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I caught all the drama as it was happening. <laughs> so I'll tell you right away. I was like, <laughs> when it happened, I was for sure Team Will. I'm still, I'm still Team Will because as opposed to Team Who Chris. Although, let okay. me preface by saying, I don't think, that, and I've always thought this, I was like, I don't think that white people should have a say on this. Like, this is not their business. Okay. <laughs> That's a really valid point you're making. So, <laughs> I try to avoid having this conversation with yeah. white people because I don't want them to feel like they, they can't, everyone's entitled to your opinion, anyone that's watching this live. However, I don't want to hear all your opinions. And yeah. therefore... I don't well, think people probably don't want to hear our opinion, but what do we know? There are people that do want to hear it, though. That's true. We're speaking for different reasons. We're, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're minorities. We're not. <laughs> <laughs> Call this the minority report. <laughs> We've got a new name. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that's generally my feeling is like it's not really their business. So this is a conversation I reserve for having with um, ethnic people. We'll say that. <laughs> ethnic. If anybody else was to ever call me ethnic, I don't know how I would react. You are you not? <laughs> I am, but there I'm just go. saying, like, damn. Well, that's because I'm... Used to I'm an American. <laughs> um, but yeah, I say that to say that I'll have... I mean, I'm trying to use that as a broad term to say that I'll talk to anyone that's not white about this. Yeah. So Valid, valid. I feel you. So, okay. Did you watch the special? I didn't. I'm not watching well, the special. Damn. I told you I'm not going to watch it. Okay, for anyone that doesn't know. <laughs> but I know what he said. She might be the most loyal person <laughs> <laughs> on this entire planet because you being Team Will is the reason you're not watching the special. I'm, I wrong. think that he didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> you think it wasn't wrong for him to... All right. All right, all right. Wait, let's talk about the special. <laughs> you, yeah, you watched the special. I didn't watch the special. Once I, yeah, so I feel like that's definitely a Leo thing. It's once I've, well. So you I, have no idea what Chris has to say about this. Did you hear anything about first it? First of all, both of these people are like, they make entertainment for white people. Chris Rock makes jokes for the white people that have one black friend. Well, he made a lot of black jokes. Mm-hmm. Yes, however, but he also, you this see special. the things that he allows for white people to say in front of him. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, I have heard about that, but I've never really, I don't really watch him as a stand-up comedian. Like, I'm very selective on who I watch, mm-hmm. but and I, but I do know he's considered a goat of comedy, right? Yeah. So, like, I felt like with that, being said, he fell short, period, on this. Like, he, he wasn't funny. Oh, I believe that. Yeah, he wasn't funny at all. He was talking about very irrelevant topics like the Kardashians. We all know the Kardashians love black men. Like, stop. You know what I'm saying? Make a like, new joke. Yeah, like, we've already heard this 20 times over. This joke is for the regular people. Yeah, like, if I was going to, like, Comedy Cellar on a $10 ticket... <laughs> <laughs> His, if that person was performing that exact same skit, it would be funny. But for Chris Rock to get on Netflix live for the first time ever, Netflix is doing something live, 
And to start talking about the Kardashians, that's corny to me. So you're telling me he's no Dave Chappelle because Dave nah. Chappelle's specials were amazing. Yeah, no, nah, but Dave mm -hmm. Chappelle didn't get a live hour on Netflix. That's true. You know, right before the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> now that you know it's right before the Oscars. But I also think when, when you're looking at it too, like the people that were there and everybody that was watching was waiting for one thing, mm -hmm. to comment on Will. Yes. And he, he didn't comment until the end, um, which I get. Um, do you, do you, so you didn't hear anything? I saw, I only saw the clip of him and his comments on Will Smith, but then I also saw Marlon Wayne's comments on Chris Rock. Oh, I didn't see that. Which are also funny. What did he say? It's also a little clip. Like, I'll bring it up for you. I saw it on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get back on Twitter. I love, I feel like Twitter is the superior app. I might delete all my social media and just have a Twitter just to laugh. Stop. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> You know how weird it is when you meet somebody and, and they don't have an Instagram? I <laughs> stopped using mine for like three years. <laughs> <laughs> and I often think about stopping again. Where is it? I can't find it. But it was funny nonetheless. I'll find it and I'll send it to you later. Yeah. Um, so if you haven't seen, I feel like if you watch, if you don't watch either of these specials, you should watch the Chris Rock clip so you know what. The clip that he said about Will? Yeah. The yeah. clip that he's talking about Will. And you should also watch. Marlon Wayne's clip commenting on Chris Rock. I also feel like it's it's corny that like of all things like you got slapped in the face, my guy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and all you can say is you're a pussy. Will is a pussy. Like I was just like, come on, that's your come, that's your slap back. Mm -hmm. Like if you would have rocked him in the street another day and then said that, I'd be like, cool. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You're kind of saying what Marlon Wayans has said. Oh, really? A little bit. Yeah, like, like all you like, had to say <laughs> was that Will Smith is, at, not to mention, like, you know, he gave him a lot of credit. I think he was being very humble, which, cool, but, like, you got slapped in the face at the Oscars. Like, no one's ever going to forget that. No. That might be what you're known for now. And it's pretty clear that Will didn't really slap Chris Rock. Like, I feel like... Like, Will slapped everybody that had yes. something to say about his wife, And period. that is how I felt when it happened, too. I was like, I think Chris Rock just happens to be, like, this is, and I think that's recognizable to people. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like, literally everyone has, you know. Yeah. And then I think he won the, like, Will Smith won the Oscar after that. So it's like, imagine <laughs> being there. Uh, for the one that he did with um, King Richard. Oh. Venus and Serena. It was, it was a good oh, movie. Oh, yeah, that was a good movie. Yeah, so he won an Oscar then. And I feel like, imagine if you were there. Like, you have, you have the feeling like you're going to win an Oscar, and then you're, like, trying to put all that stuff that anyone's ever said. It, you're, you're in a room full of your peers. Yeah. Some, all of them have talked about you and your wife. <laughs> you're just trying to win your award. August Alcino's putting out bangers. On the last, <laughs> on the final second before your award, somebody mentions you and your wife. Yeah. It's like, just like, I feel like that's like the last straw. Okay, but if Shaquille O'Neal was hosting the Oscars, Will Smith wouldn't go up there and slap Shaquille O'Neal. Like, he was picking on somebody smaller than him. Significantly smaller than him. And like Chris now mentioned Now I want to see, now I feel like I need to look up the IMDb because now that I've seen Chris Rock up close, he's built like a triangle. I don't know if he did that before. Let's, let's IMDb their heights. Chris I Rock. think he's small. 
I want to know how, how tall. He's 5'10", and then let's see Will Smith's height. Chris Rock is 5'10"? Mm-hmm. Will Smith is 6'2". That's only a four-inch difference. Four inches is a lot. <laughs> Chris Rock Whenever is just, I, like, tiny, though, like. <laughs> yeah, I told you. <laughs> when I saw him, Matt was like, you should ask him, like, oh, hey, you look familiar. Are you Will Smith? And I was like, I still That's think wild. about that joke. He I'm like, oh. He might have slapped somebody. A part of me is like, I really wish I had said it. I would, I think at this point, I'm like, I would have taken being kicked out of that training studio just for the laugh. Yeah. A part of me. I mean, first of all, his outfit was whack. Again, like, irrelevant. For me, like... <laughs> I was just like, did you you saw a picture of him? Mm-hmm. Okay, he's wearing white jeans, a white button-down shirt with the yellow buttons that don't match the white jeans. His cuffs like perfectly like cuffed up. Mm-hmm. It's fucking weird. Um, and white docks. I was kind of like, who dressed you, bro? Like what? Like he, I don't know if he was trying to look very angelic. Like I don't know. <laughs> That's true. Is there some color psychology going on with that special? Yeah, he just looked to me like he was like about to go on a boat ride, and <laughs> you know them Jamaican boat rides, mm-hmm. the all white parties. That's what he looked like for sure. <laughs> so this is this is circling back to my comment about who he makes comedy for. So now that we've kind of established your breakdown of the special. I don't think, I feel like I still, I still to this day, I'm like, I don't think Will Smith did anything wrong. I, I you, no one's going to convince you that he did something wrong. I'm like, I feel like, I'm like. What he should have done is run up on August Alsina. Why hasn't he done that? Like, he, he continues to put out tracks about. Jada. Yeah. That nobody listens to, but it's out there. Well, <laughs> I mean, they also did a talk together like on Red Table Talk. So their entire whatever is really not, I mean, you know, I guess they're making it people's business. We're all tired of hearing about it, I think. Um, yeah. We're really, really honestly cares. all tired of hearing about their relationship. Word. It's very strange. We don't want to learn more. We know too much about it. <laughs> I like no bare minimum and I'm tired of it. So Right. So we all know, too, it's people that have been <laughs> watching, paying attention to the gossip, I know too much about it. Um, Clearly. That said, I still I'm like I think I don't think he did anything wrong. The only thing that they they did wrong was doing this in front of white people because this is black people's business. It's my my strongest feeling. So he ended the show, which was like his Will Smith punchline, I guess, with um, my mom raised me not to fight in front of white people. Right. <laughs> Which, you know, uh, that's a whole different conversation. Yes. Nonetheless, (laughs) that's probably the only thing that I think that went wrong here. That's my only... That white people were in the audience? They should do... I feel like he could have put his hands on him in another space. You you can't segregate. (laughs) You can't segregate the audience. But, you know, if they know each other, I feel like, like you said, if they had run up on each other in a different setting, like in their neighborhood, that would have been a little different. Yeah, like, pull up. Exactly. <laughs> but I think that's a very Queens thing. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, I feel like it is because the amount of times I've told people that. <laughs> Have they pulled up? They haven't, but I've made the threat. No one's um, ever told me to pull up like that. 
well. <laughs> um, on that note, yeah, I think that you can't segregate the audience, um, but I will say that I wish they had done that kind of business elsewhere, pull up or otherwise. Um, yeah, I just feel like Chris should have had a stronger show. I feel like it was his certified lover boy. <laughs> like, it felt like, it, you know how certified, I don't know, this is my feeling. I feel like certified lover boy sound like somebody was imitating Drake. It didn't sound like Drake. I felt like somebody was imitating Chris. It didn't sound like Chris. Okay, so here's my other comments on both of these people. Over, overall, like outside of this scenario, um, watching how many people, ha how many white people, celebrities, have been like um, commenting on this tells you something about how much everyone's kind of been waiting for Will Smith's downfall in a certain way. Um, so, so yeah. that, so there's that. The amount of people that have had something to say that never had anything to say. Because he's never allowed back at the Oscars. Just anything. Like, the, like, it's crazy. Like, so like he could never win an Oscar? I don't know. Nonetheless, I think the amount of people that have had something to say that typically wouldn't have something to say, um, yeah, like you can tell people have been waiting for this man's downfall, which is crazy. It's a crazy thing to witness. Yeah, um, that is crazy. I think he's a great, I love Will Smith. Me too. I watch anything he's in, anything. Second, my, I have a list of commentary here. Yeah. Second, Chris Rock, I feel like makes too many, like for a man that created a documentary on black women and their hair, he makes too many comments about black women that aren't, Great. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get that. Really, maybe I wasn't paying attention enough, but I didn't get that vibe from this. So he, he probably yeah. wouldn't put it in this, but yeah. just knowing his like track record of comments. Yeah. Um, I feel like Chris Rock is the kind of person that should have been slapped sooner. So the fact that Will Smith did it. <laughs> oh, is, I, see, I see where you're going. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's okay. somebody who deserved to get slapped like a while ago. And I also feel like, yeah, um, that's a good point. Third of all, and I think I said this when it originally happened, is like there's a certain amount of risk that comedians need typically come to terms with when you say things like that. Like you have to understand, like he's not the first person to like be hit for something crazy that came out of his mouth. Like you are 50 plus years old. You've been saying crazy stuff your whole life. You can't possibly, like someone has of course wanted to hit you Pop you right in the mouth, like. <laughs> but he's a comedian, though. Doesn't like his matter. whole career is is based off but of saying crazy shit. All comedians, so that but that's one of your like job risks that you take, right? Like anytime you have a job, there's a risk that you there's a certain risk that you take. Yeah. So you have to like you want to get paid for saying crazy stuff. You might have to take the risk that one day somebody's gonna check you for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Cancel culture. Input, output. Like, you can't, you can't, I'm just, like. Yeah, no, I feel you. Um, I get where you're coming from. So so he took that hit. That was a hit from all black women. Yes. <laughs> I think so. Okay. <laughs> at least, at least. Yeah. At the very least. Because there are tons of people that, I mean, yeah. And again, and then my last point on this is the amount of things that Chris Rock will let other people say in front of him about black people is like not 
okay. It's like, and it's like, there was one time that like him, it was Chris Rock, Louis C.K., Ricky Gervais, and Jerry Seinfeld. And Chris Rock was like laughing along while Louis C.K. and Ricky Gervais said some things that they shouldn't be saying. Like what? Hmm, Let's you know, talk about it. You know the words that they shouldn't be saying. Okay. <laughs> and Chris Rock was just laughing Damn. there like with them. Like, and Jerry Seinfeld was there the whole time. He like had to tell everyone else to like chill out. Like this isn't, you can't be saying that. Like he, and yeah. so... Louis C.K. and Ricky Gervais was like, oh, you just, you haven't, like, found the humor in the word, and Jerry Seinfeld was like, I don't want to. Like, I don't want to find the humor in that. Like, that's not Are you a Jerry Seinfeld fan? I don't know any of his stand-up, to be honest, but I do like his comedians um, in cars cars getting coffee. Yeah, me too. It's a really relaxing show. Yeah. So I do love that. Um, And there are things about Jerry Seinfeld that I do like, even if I don't know his stand-up. And yeah. I do respect, I don't like Seinfeld, the show, but I respect its place in television history. That show is so racist. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he was like, in his entire like thing with the four of them, he's like, I don't see the humor in saying words like that in my comp. Like, and I don't yeah. want to find the humor in it. And the fact that Chris Rock is just letting white people say it and be like, oh, you, it's fine. Yeah. It's funny. It's Hollywood for you. But that's what I mean. But I also think that Chris Rock and Will Smith make things that white people are typically comfortable with. Like, mm-hmm. those are two black people where it's like, before the slap, they were like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Will Smith and Chris Rock. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah, they yeah, aren't yeah. like... Accepted, accepted. Yes. <laughs> so, it. to me, there's so many layers to this. And if I had to pull up a pros and cons list, I just I'm just not going to indulge in Chris Rock like that. He did so say some wild shit, though. I'll, 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 I believe that. I'll end with this one. Um, I don't know if anybody else really thought it was wild, but I kind of, like, <laughs> sat back, like, damn. Um, you know Emancipation that Will Smith just did? Oh, yeah. You heard it? I recall Yo, this. That was just out of, like... I don't think that was funny at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, And he made it... That I got to watch him get slapped. Yeah. That was for white people. White people probably enjoyed the shit yes. out of that one. They probably did. Yeah. I, I was just kind of like, that is just out of line. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's how I feel about that. I've made my case about why I'm not watching it um, and why I'm team well. <laughs> I'm still Team Will, but, you know, I watched it. (laughs) Um, The next thing on our list is going to be straight men smoking hookah, which is hysterical because I feel like there there are, like, such a small window of times that I've seen that, and I've never thought... Really? Yeah. But I didn't really... I wasn't, like, a hookah kid. You're not outside. I'm not. (laughs) And I only saw it when I was outside for a brief window. A year? Yeah, like two years. That doesn't count. I don't really like to be outside. I'm not. I'm not made to be outside. (laughs) So from someone that was has been outside a lot, a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm gonna call it a good 11 year gap. (laughs) I had a nice run of outside. Um, I had no. I I didn't know this would ever become a thing. Just because I feel like hookah is such a big part of the culture specifically my culture too um you know we've been doing it since i'm like 15 16 years old right Mm -hmm. so like it's a thing which i don't 
condone because it's really bad for you, but... <laughs> but it's really fun when you're like 15, 16. Yeah, I mean, it, I don't know what made it so fun. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's just fun. It's like, one of those, I feel like, shout out to Steinway. It's like just one of those things. It's like one of those yeah. New York City kid things you just have to do. Yep, yep. It's a rite you of know, passage. It definitely puts Steinway Street on a map for the entire world. <laughs> <laughs> um, you had a lot of well known people traveling from Manhattan and mm -hmm. everywhere else to come to little old Steinway Street to smoke hookah. Um, yeah, so Saucy Santana, <laughs> the, you, you know this story? No. Oh, Let okay, that's it. where this conversation came from. I mean, you know, my comments on this is like, I've seen a lot of like random things on social media that like make jokes about straight men smoking hookah. It's been a little like, low-key running joke yeah it's yeah. a low-key running joke and i just it was one of those jokes that never occurred to me but once it's like one of those things where it's like you don't think about it until somebody says it and then it's hysterical so that's kind of what it is for me yeah um it's because there's been a lot of pictures of like grown men with the clouds you know the club the typical club picture mm -hmm. i i'm the first to say i probably have about 30 of those pictures, right, from when I was younger. But you're, are you, the defining factor is you're not a straight man. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, no. <laughs> but the thing is that, like, I don't understand why it's a problem for, for straight men all of a sudden. Like, gay men are commenting about this. Saucy Santana is a very gay man mm -hmm. that is making this comment that if you are a straight man, he don't want to see you with a pink hookah tip in your mouth. <laughs> like, taking pictures, blowing smoke in the camera on Instagram. Like, he don't want to see that. Which I, I feel like, I think gay people should stay out of straight people business, first of all. Because we don't want straight people in our business. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know what you mean. I'm not going to comment on what a straight man should do because I don't give a fuck. Right. But <laughs> you're not making con. You're not like living your life for them. You're not trying to yeah. get their attention. Yeah, but at the same time, do I think it's fucking funny? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so like, that's the thing. What makes it funny? It, it's just very. I think smoking hookah has become a very feminine thing. When did that happen? That's a good question. I don't know when it happened. I do think the joke is funny. Um, Cause women fiend for hookah. Yeah. Like a, a I females only, will leave actually, a spot. I only know girls that I've had a hookah. I had a pink hookah. <laughs> yeah, I think anyone that I've known that's ever owned a hookah has been a girl, which is odd. Not in my circle. Well, yeah. Yeah. But like, like, first of all, I think it's a little fucked up because Saucy Santana as a gay black man is, he's clearly directing this towards straight black men because you're not going to tell a straight Arab man to stop smoking hookah. They gonna look at you, they gonna look at you like, what the fuck, like, who the fuck are you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, this is our shit, first of all. First things first. <laughs> yeah, and you're not gonna tell a straight, Hispanic, Dominican, whatever, Latino, to stop smoking hookah, they love that shit. Mm -hmm. And it's fine, like, nobody is we judging We all love them. hookah, you can all love hookah. Yeah, it's, it's fine. fine, but like, why are you coming at Straight black men, because it's very clear that's that's who he was targeting. Hmm. But it is I, funny. I mean, it's funny. You see these, like, gangsters, you know. <laughs> I wonder if part of this, 
and you might be able to correct me if I'm wrong because I'm just spitballing here, but I wonder if part of this is because of the, I guess, secret, not secret, kind of a, like, <coughs> not really a, I don't want to say it's a stereotype. I don't know what you would call it. Closeted? Maybe, <laughs> but what I feel, I feel like I hear this more from gay men than anybody else is like, there's a lot of black men that will be down low. Yeah, yeah. And, and they so are I, the most homophobic. Yeah. So I wonder public. if that is part of where this joke comes from. Absolutely. I think so, for um, sure. So, again, I, I'm, I just have a... I'm, I'm neither of those things. <laughs> so I'm just... <laughs> Shout out to Melody on Steinway Street, bro. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get sponsors shout out all the straight men in there smoking hookah keep smoking your hookah nobody's judging you i promise yeah especially on steinway nobody's judging you for smoking hookah yeah <laughs> and you know i'm all for the gays but like just relax you know <laughs> <laughs> and gay men will swear like they walk in a room and they'll find the straightest man and point out oh he's gay he's gay he's gay they love to yeah. do that shit I've heard that from a lot of people. Yeah. So, like, if that's where you're coming from, fine, but, like, still. Not my bestie. Shout out to my bestie. But, <laughs> but I have heard him mention that from other people. Yeah, it's a thing, for sure. It's a thing for women, too. We're just not as, like, salty about it. Like, you want to keep us a secret? I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, men get very, like, ugh. Like, they need to call it out. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Whereas, like... I can walk in a room and tell you that she's not straight. She's not straight. She's not straight. But I'm not. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Do you? We have to fix that. The live stream is still going, though. Right at the 30-minute mark. It's perfect. <laughs> also, can you tilt the camera a little more? Just like, a, there we go. That's perfect. Is it on? Movie recording has been stopped automatically. The maximum recording time has been reached. Did you clear it? Oh, good. Uh, I think it's recording now, yeah. Yes, it is. I don't know uh, how to get rid of that. I don't know. Nonetheless, the joke. That is the joke. <laughs> um, that's a great segue, though, into what's your favorite thing about growing up in Queens? That's a, that'll be our question for this episode. Man. Um, the diversity, for sure. The melting pot. Um, being exposed to every culture you could imagine and just kind of being cool with those people and and understanding what the world is in just one small borough. It's crazy. I have this like yes. <laughs> I have this corny quote that I use. Um, like, it's something, like, you inhale, one inhale in Queens, you exhale the world. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. <laughs> so. And the food, of course. We, had, we got the best food. I don't care what anybody Queens says. the best food. That's probably my favorite thing about yeah. the borough is the food. Yeah, 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 yeah. All my favorite restaurants are in Queens. It's really hard for me. I, like, don't know if I have a favorite restaurant in Manhattan. I think all the best food is in Queens. Yeah, for sure. It's just authentic. Yeah. That's what it is. It's not whitewashed. Yeah. Am I allowed to say that? I mean, I just said that. I, I, so I think so. Yeah. Um, 
I also will say something that is an understated comment about most of the, I want to say probably more so Brooklyn and Queens, but I'll loop this into Queens since it's special. Um, I like that you actually sometimes, like you have sky in Queens. Like you could kind of look up and like you don't feel so constricted versus in the city, I think, because it's just skyscrapers and it's super dark on a lot of streets. Yeah. You don't have the same access to like visual cues for your brain. Yeah. So I do, that is something that I've always loved about Queens is like I can just, like I can see stuff. Like there's distance, there's space. I can see the sky. I can see trees, <laughs> which is something that you don't get in Manhattan. Um, you could probably get that in Brooklyn. You, that's why I said probably like a Brooklyn and Queens thing, but I'm going <laughs> to give it to Queens. Um, so I will say those two things are my favorite things. Um, and on that note, we're going to wrap it up with the fact that New York slang jokes aren't funny. And when you sent this, I will put it out here into the audience, but I thought you were talking about the new Verizon commercial. Um, I didn't even think that was like slang, really. And But they are like making a play on like, I know, I know. you know, I just don't like, when I saw the commercial, I immediately thought, that's corny. Like, how many times are you going to do this joke? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How many times are you going to do the joke of somebody yelling at a taxi cab? Yeah. Like, we don't even do that. I was going to say, I don't think I often, like, if you're talking to a taxi, you're not yelling. I promise you. <laughs> you're, like, ready to get in the window. Yeah, I feel like that's a tourist thing because they just don't know how to maneuver the art oh. of hailing a cab. Not just hailing a cab, but, like, <laughs> traffic in New York. Yeah. Like, they, knowing when to take a light. Knowing when to... Like, go. Yeah. Just go. Any of it. <laughs> Any of it. The New York slang jokes aren't funny. I was trying yeah. to think of one that was funny. And then I was wondering, I like, am I just being sensitive? Because I think I always feel like Boston jokes are funny, but I feel like also the Boston like accent doesn't really make sense. So whereas Queens are the accent makes sense. It's like endearing. Do we even have an accent? Sometimes on some words. I don't like what on some words. Um, I feel like I don't know if you would even call it an accent. I mean, I'm probably saying that because. Uh, this is just what I'm used to, but I feel like if you go, if you especially went somewhere, someone could yeah, tell that you're from New York. You're always talking about the way I talk. <laughs> <laughs> your your New Yorkness is unshakable. So for for me, this topic was more so like the Tim jokes. I'm tired of the Tim jokes. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I'm tired of people like emphasizing the words that we use, like sun. We don't even use sun that much anymore. <laughs> or like brick. I don't want to see nobody else using the word brick. Don't use it. Mm -hmm. Unless you're from New York. If it's cold outside, it's cold outside. That's don't say right. it's mad brick. Don't, if you have moved here from another state in, in, your, in your 20s, don't, and you've never said brick until you got here, don't say it. Or even if you've never said it till your late 20s, what? 30s, just live the rest of your life without saying brick. Yes. I agree. Unless yeah. you've got the swag to carry it. Because you got these like pages, these New York Instagram pages now that is just overkill. I saw bro. one yesterday. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot. What else mm -hmm. do they say? Damn, I had it in my head too. I forgot. Brick, mad, <laughs> sun. 
I feel like for a second online, people were big with the bing bong. Yeah. I mean, that, that's kind of new. So, like, I get. I don't. I, I have, people were saying bing bong, like, five years ago. No. However, <laughs> I will still say, like, you have to. I feel like there are some words you just have to say with the New York inflection. Like what? I mean, <laughs> all of them. Mad. All I would say any word that you think is slang that came from New York, you have to say, like you have to. It's it's special. It's like a special formula. I can't explain it. Yeah, yeah. It just doesn't sound right coming from everybody. It doesn't. And then you just kind of taking the, like, the realness out of it, which. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, I do. I feel like there is there's definitely a New York accent. I think it's there. yeah for sure. But I don't know if the boroughs have an accent. No. Um. I feel like Brooklyn maybe Brooklyn has like yeah they've got that special accent. Yeah, but then it breaks down into like Italian Brooklyn. Yeah. Or you know. Mm-hmm. And the Bronx has their accent mm-hmm. with a little Latin flavor to it. Yeah. I think. But what does Queens have? I think I don't know what Queens. I feel like different areas have different areas have something yeah. different. Yeah, like there's the Greek influence and the Arab influence in Astoria for mm-hmm. sure. There's the West Indian influence in the South. <laughs> the South. <laughs> Deep Queens. <laughs> what else though? I don't know. The um, Italians, I'm sure, in Howard Beach. I don't really recognize Howard Beach as Queens. I don't. Is it because it's kind of in the middle? It's racist. That too. We don't want you. There's a lot of parts of Queens that are on the on the skirt of racist. Yeah, the ones that touch Long Island. Not just Long Bayside. Bayside. <laughs> you can walk to Long Island. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bayside, Whitestone. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about Whitestone. Yeah, uh, I don't. To me, like that's not even Queens. Uh, Middle Village. Yeah. There's all of those that are like on the outskirts. Yeah. There's a small part of like, I guess, East Elmhurst slash super northern part of Astoria next to Rikers where all the like kind of Italians have been pushed where it's super racist. Really? Yeah. I've never been around there. Like right. But I know exactly what you're talking about. Around Rikers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rikers. (laughs) (laughs) I, what the fuck, <laughs> even? Yeah, so we we know all the little pockets. Yeah. Um, but anyways, that's, I think that's it for this episode. We, we spent most of our time discussing the Oscars, and um, <laughs> that's that. <laughs> the Oscars that we probably won't watch tomorrow. The Oscars and the Queens. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's that. Thank sure. you for listening. That's right. I know. I mean, okay. So between your shirt and my Tim's, they we could have had a whole fit. Yeah, yeah, that, <laughs> that would have been it. Um, thank you guys for listening to this episode, and we will see you next week for sure. Bye. Do I press this? <laughs>